And don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with Mia Thornton from Real House of the Potomac, who is spilling some exclusive reunion tea. You don't want to miss it. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ashley needs to spend more time worrying about Ashley and then maybe she would have secured the bag. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And this week, of course, in New Jersey, love bubbles were getting popped, but luckily not Teresa and Louise, but people were just popping future friendships that could have gone down on the Real Houses of New Jersey because I don't think Rachel and Jennifer or Danielle and Jackie are going to be texting each other Anytime soon, Evan. Then off. Yes, it is. You an idiot. Watch your mouth. Oh my god, yeah, there was so much drama, but I want to get into this nose job feud of it all between Jennifer Aiden and Rachel Fuda. They're comparing terrible nose jobs. I just thought it was so savage of Aiden to come for Fuda's nose job like that. People badmouth me about my terrible nose job. I felt bad about your terrible nose job. I just felt bad. What'd she say? What'd she say? Look, I appreciate good work. And I think that both of their noses are very specific and iconic within the lexicon of Real Housewives Plastic Surgery. And it just makes me want to get a nose job. It made me kind of on the flip side be like, okay, I can't have something else for someone to call out me on. (laughs) That wasn't the first time she brought up this to Rachel. Said it at the Moots party that obviously had more things going on, so we didn't catch it. Then she called her to be like, hey, were you offended when I talked about your nose? By the way, I hate Dolores. What? And then now brought it up then. And I loved that they are really reaching ahead, not clearing any path. And well, now I'm also worried because I don't want to get a nose job because I don't want to get yelled at, but I'm afraid now to do laundry too. Cause if my shorts look like they're from a hamper, I might get dragged. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The the genesis of these feuds, it's just incredible. Like nose jobs and hamper shorts. And now Danielle and uh, Jackie are fighting and they're talking with their hands. I got a vibe from you that I didn't like. So I didn't invite you to my house for my party. Whether you did it or not. If I make somebody, can you just get your hands out of my face? Thanks. First of all, you're from Staten Island. You know my hands are in your face. This is how I talk. This is how I talk. How did we get here? That's the really confusing part where I'm like, okay, maybe because I feel also like, okay, make it fun of my shorts. All right, we all have that. We all have like funny shorts. Okay, whatever. But Danielle was offended. And I think it didn't help Jackie that Danielle uninvited her. And then they were all kind of sipping some drinks in Teresa and Louis' lovely backyard. And I love that Melissa even said to Jackie, she's like, oh, by the way, I um uh did tell Danielle <laughs> about the comments. And Jackie's like, I'll tell it to her face. 
Jackie's not playing around this season. She really isn't. Is not. She she's a friend of, but she's not a friend of to be f-ed with. That is. For she's sure. not a friend of Danielle's. She's a foe. Yeah. Oh, that, that's she's true. A foe yeah. Of. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, while Melissa was getting a little bit in their drama, she kind of, I think, accidentally got into some drama of her own a little bit ago when she was on Jeff Lewis's radio show and talked about how she thought Kyle Richards was an Ozempic. I really put a lot of effort into, you know, my diet and exercise and taking care of myself. So when people like to think I took the easy way out, it's really frustrating to me. Kyle Richards cannot post a photo without people now commenting that she's on Ozempic. She's all in with Teddy. Teddy's her friend. I'm not shocked that she's now ripped. And also when she posts her workouts, I'm like, Kyle, yeah, I can't do that. I can see where she's getting this ripped body from, but she's getting ripped apart in her comments. I know I do. I feel bad for her. I also feel bad for Melissa that she got roped into this because I listened to that conversation with her and Jeff Lewis. And look, everyone's talking about Ozempic. Our girl Jackie, when she was on the podcast, she said that a lot of people in the housewives world are on Ozempic. She didn't name names, nope. but apparently it is a thing. I know it's definitely a thing in LA. Like I'm, I'm here in LA. I'm, I'm on it myself. So we're all on <laughs> you it. heard that Jackie interview. Yeah. <laughs> Evan's on it. <laughs> Yeah, everyone is on it. But, you know, Melissa was just like, I I thought maybe she was on it just because she looks so good. She's been dropping weight. She's been getting in shape. I don't think that Melissa ever came from like a, a malicious oh, place. Wow. Um, and so she just wanted to make it very clear that she wasn't accusing Kyle of being on it. But she like just assumed that maybe she was getting a little help. Well, now I feel like that's the thing. Everyone now, if you like drop five pounds, it's what everyone's going to assume. They're like, oh. So uh, I even Gigi, Gigi from Shaz, she's out here very proudly showing <laughs> off the results of her Ozempic journey. She's down 11 pounds and she, <laughs> she she also like kind of called people out for hiding that they're on Ozempic. So maybe Gigi is opening the doors for other Bravo celebrities to be like, hey, I'm on, I'm on it. Lead the change. You know, I feel like it's a big 2023 is a big year of Bravo celebrities just being honest. And I hope. Well, Tamron Hall, I think, almost made Larsa be honest about her relationship. Why you know, date Michael Jordan's it, I didn't plan it like that. It wasn't like it was planned like that. I think we were just together a lot with our friends, and it just so happened. It was so good. Like, Tamron Hall, I, I feel like she is just so underappreciated. Well, as she has Emmys player. for a reason, yeah. Yeah, like, she got what needed to be got gotten out of Larsa Pippen, getting her to talk about Marcus Jordan, her relationship with a Michael Jordan, how that impacts her current dynamic with Scotty. Like, I don't know what Larsa thought she was doing going on the Tamron Hall show. Like, Tamron Hall is not a girl to give you soft questions. Like, she can, like, level with you and empathize with you, but she is going to, like, talk about what needs to be talked about. Yeah, She's a journalist. She's like, no, Larsa, I'm here to ask you questions. And then when Larsa was even like, we just say mean, like, sometimes, like, uh, we'll say something mean. And then she's like, oh, so all of you are just mean to each other for no reason. Like, she kept on (laughs) getting Larsa stopped in her tracks. I kind of lived for it. Well, it's so interesting because I feel like Larsa is on this press tour talking all about her personal life. And I feel like our girl Gertie got under her skin a little bit talking about you're the fakest housewife. You don't put your real life on camera. Dr. Nicole has said similar things. And Tamron Hall even brought that up during the interview. She was like, Gertie called called you the fakest housewife. What that what's that about? So I think that like maybe this little press tour is damage control for Larsa to be like, look, I am an open book. I talk about my relationship, but do you really? Because 
Tamron Hall had to basically pull teeth to get out of you. Literally. And speaking of pulling teeth, I'm not sure if that is why Leah had to go to the hospital in the trailer for the Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3. I don't know if it was a dental-related thing. Breathing, but not wearing no. underwear. This is real, not TV. This is real. I am so excited for Season 3. I feel there was kind of a running thing on Twitter. Everyone's like, it's just not happening. It's not going to come. Oh, we're already filming Season 4. I don't want it. Blah, 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 blah. And that trailer dropped, and everyone's like, oh... Candace is coming after Portia. Giselle's coming after Heather. Uh, Leah's coming after Portia. What is going on here? Can't, Marisol and Alexia are fighting with each other. <laughs> I it's a lot to take in. I, like on the the Sprinter van because all the best things happen in the Sprinter van. Uh, Alexia is telling Marisol to get on pills, basically implying some sort of like I don't know mental health struggles it's, it's just it, it's it's so wild and yeah i can't wait to see how giselle and candace behave with one another i can't wait to see how heather and whitney behave and then also i don't know if you saw but heather gay was talking about her experience with giselle and she said that giselle kind of came for her that's the thing i feel all the girls are fighting and from what we can deduce because when giselle was on the podcast with us she said she has a group chat with her portia alexia marisol Candace and Leah are doing TikToks together. So I think those are two sides. I don't know where Heather and Whitney fall into it, but I feel like those are the two, maybe maybe that's the three the three trios, even though I don't really know if I would call Heather and Whitney a trio. Maybe they were forced to maybe uh, befriend each other a little bit more because they're getting <laughs> jabbed from side to side. <laughs> yeah, Giselle said she never wants to leave. And after these Potomac reunions airing, I can understand why we just talked to Mia Evan and she really didn't hold back. Oh, no, she didn't. She had a very interesting take on all the drama that's been covered during part one, part two, and part three. So get into it. Mia Thornton, welcome to Virtual Reality. We're so excited to have you on the podcast, especially as the reunion is airing. We are in the thick of a lot of drama going on in Potomac, and we can't wait to break it down with you. Yes, it's a lot to break down for sure. (laughs) And I love that you are zooming into us from your corner office in the new penthouse. Have you been sending selfies to your castmate to let them know that you're doing just fine? Well, no, actually. No, I'm not sending anything to those girls. Not right now. Not one? They're on pause. All the the ladies? No, not all of them. Well, because I do want to ask you about that because I was personally kind of shocked uh, part one of the reunion. I mean... I think my jaw dropped 800 times. But one yeah. time that got me good was when Giselle asked if she was bringing up embezzling. And I was like, isn't that her buddy? How did you feel Listen, hearing that happen? I wasn't bothered by it by like at all. Like, cause you know, I know myself, I know the facts, I know the truth. And so I'm not guilty. So it really didn't phase me one bit, but watching it back, I did. I'm like, wait a minute, girl, are you checking for me? Like, were you checking and questioning what I had going on? You know, I think she should just worry about herself. I thought it was pretty surprising because I think this season Giselle has been one of your closest allies. Did you feel, do you feel betrayed now that you have watched it back and have taken a little bit of time to process her bringing that up at the reunion? Because it's a pretty alarmist thing to say. It is. It is. It's a huge allegation and it's not something that we want to play with. Right. But do I feel betrayed? No, because one thing that you guys, I think a lot of people like forget to realize I'm a realist. I want you to say exactly what you're thinking to Mm. me. Just don't say it behind my back. Right. I would prefer if she has questions, I, you know, I value and I appreciate women who are strong enough to just come out their mouth and say it directly to my face. 
right? I can deal with that any day. So no, I don't feel betrayed by Giselle by all means. Do I feel like it was foul for her to bring that up on this platform? Sure. But I mean, hey, I got my shit in order. So there's no worries over here. I love that you brought up authenticity and social media because those are two big players in the Real Houses of Potomac. And you talking about that has me, of course, going to Robin and Giselle who get called out by your castmates sometimes for not being the most for at the forefront with what's going on in their lives. I mean, most notably their podcast episode. How are you feeling about, do you feel that they like should be bringing more to the show or do you think they're doing what they just want to do and then people should be okay with that? Like, how are you interpreting all of that new saga going on? I mean, that's a loaded question, but I do feel that I don't think that everybody is being completely transparent. I mean, I'm a rare form, so I can't expect everybody to be like me, per se, but I do feel like there are things that these ladies are going through that they're not being honest about. Um, and that's okay, right? Those are their choices. It's their life. These are the things that they have to deal with, you know? Um, you know, for example, there's some things that I probably shouldn't put out there because I forget that I have a five-year-old and for some reason her friends are watching the show. I'm like, what? Like parameters. Where's your mom? Wait, truly. (laughs) Yeah. I go into her class to volunteer and they're like, hi, I see you on TV. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Your mom is letting you watch this. And so now I'm like, okay, now I have to be a little mindful of that. That's the only reason why, right? Um, But other than that, I just think that, you know, there's no, I I feel like we should just be who we are. We're a reality TV stars. Like we're, the point is real, right? It's R-E-A-L. Right. Well, I think that with Robin, you know, she said she was down to talk about it on camera, you know, the, the COVID side piece, if it had come up naturally in conversation. So, and, and, you know, on one hand, I don't blame her for not just sort of announcing it randomly. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's like, well, Giselle knew and Giselle's kind of a secondary producer on the show. She could have come up with like an interesting way to make it part of the season. Do you fault Robin for not bringing it up or sort of having Giselle tee her up to bring it up? Like, what are your thoughts there? Oh, you guys, y'all know Robin is my girl, right? We're we're La Robins over here. We're La Robins, yes. If I had an embellished hat, I'd wear it. Okay, please do. I love her. You know, and it's so unfortunate because if I think about the cast, and if you were to ask me who's the realest of the bunch, I would say Robin. So was I disappointed to know that there was something that she was dealing with that I didn't know about? I'm like, what is true? But, you know, I under I get it, right? I do. It's a very touchy situation that she is trying to navigate with her best friend, right? And they're trying to figure things out. You know, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. Does she really want to talk about this on national television, especially if they've already moved forward? Probably not. Because what happens is that it just opens up old wounds. So I'm, I, I get it. I understand why she left it alone. Now, I did it like when she was like, oh, waiting for somebody else to bring it up. I was like, no, 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 girl. Like if you're going to bring it up, bring it up, right? Like, don't wait until after the fact. If Gordon was accused of doing something like that, I mean, I to me, I would be pissed at him, like, dumbass, like, get a fake card or something, right? 
<laughs> Use a cash app. Give her the money. <laughs> like, don't put your name on there. Like, what the hell? ATM. ATM. Theater. <laughs> should it have been brought up? Sure. Yes. I think it should have. Right. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to talk about this soon. Um, but do I understand why she didn't? Yes, I do. And I feel for her. I feel like you were kind of the MVP of the reunion because I, I don't know, Danny, I don't know if you were paying attention, but during part one of the reunion, Mia, your side commentary about the whole Ashley and Michael secure situation the bag. Actually hysterical. She needed another baby. She didn't secure the bag. Also, when the comparisons are made between Michael and Luke, you're like, no, Michael hasn't made. He's not intimidated by little Luke. What are your just overall thoughts about this whole Luke and Ashley, Michael, the house, the money, the prenup? Like, it, it's a lot. I think that Ashley needs to spend more time worrying about Ashley. And then maybe she would have secured mm. the bag. She was so busy running around town. <laughs> Chasing after what Chris is doing to Candace or not doing, right? Or DMing or who not DMing. And I'm like, girl, you should have just been DMing like your next thing. Like you need to find a man. Clearly you need to secure the back. <laughs> what are your thoughts after that reunion unfolds with the whole Candace-Chris debacle? Because it seems like even Andy is like, guys, what is going? What What is going on here? And it's like, Robin was a good in between Candace and Giselle, I felt but now in the reunion it seems like she's fully on Giselle's side so what are your thoughts on all of this you guys I don't know what was going on right so it's crazy because when I was watching this back with you all I'm like okay is that what we're doing I had no idea that that was even happening like because you know we don't like Giselle didn't tell me directly she had that sidebar conversation with Candace I didn't like it at all. I actually reached out to Candace in the middle of the season was like, I'm sorry. Like I had no idea that this was like the, the narrative that we were chasing after. I don't like coming after husbands. That's not what I do. You know what I mean? Like I have my own husband here. We're a happy 10 years married. I don't come after nobody else's husband. I don't need nobody else's husband. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want you guys coming from mine. I love how Candace stood up for her husband. Like she was like, where's Eric? <laughs> I love that. I iconic housewife moment. And also, especially because Chris seems like a really nice guy too. I love Chris. Yeah. I do. I think he's a lot of fun. And I think that, you know, unfortunately he is just, he, he feels comfortable with us, mm -hmm. right? He does. And he should, you know, he's, he's not coming for us. Like he has his own wife at home, but he should feel comfortable like a brother. And I don't want him to feel uncomfortable with us. So I didn't like it at all. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.